Hello and welcome to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg. I'm your host, Randy, and here in the Crypto Cafe, we embrace newcomers and experts alike to all things crypto, NFTs, metaverse, and Web3. I am really excited today. You know I love discussing travel. It's something that I'm so passionate about and try to cover as often as I can on this podcast. And today we are talking about revolutionizing travel using virtual and digital assets. I'm delighted to be joined by Matthew Stevens, Chief Financial Officer of Travala.com. And uh, I, I'm I, there are so many things I want to talk about, Matthew. But before we dive into everything, we are here in a audio metaverse cafe, not a real one. But if yeah. we were in a real one, where in the world would we be and what would you be drinking? Oh, well, I what I'm drinking, I have a, an oat latte beside me here at the moment. Love um, it. Friday afternoon. So I thought I deserved a treat. Um, and I'm in Toronto, but I would love to be on a cafe roadside in Paris somewhere. I think um, they do cafes really well there. Absolutely. Okay, next meeting, we're going to be drinking uh, lattes in, in a Perfect. Parisian cafe. I love it. Um, <laughs> I, I'd love to hear a little bit about your background and and. Uh, especially the things that sparked your passion about the travel industry and your passion about Web3. Yeah, for sure. And, and thanks very much for having me on. I'm very uh, pleased to be here. Um, I, I've always loved travel and I've been lucky to do a lot of traveling myself. Um, so I came to Travala sort of very intentionally because I wanted to help build a travel business and contribute to an industry that I'm passionate about. Um, and to be honest, uh, I didn't have a huge amount of experience, uh, either personally or professionally, with crypto when I joined Travala. Uh, it was a steep learning curve for me initially. Um, but what I've come to realize is that there really is a huge amount of potential to revolutionize, obviously, many industries, but the travel industry um, as well, in particular, with crypto. So it's a very exciting place to be in a very exciting sort of confluence uh, of something that I'm really passionate about and, and something that I think is going to change the way the industry works. Absolutely. Now, for uh, for the newcomers to the crypto cafe, because we have people who listen from who are total newcomers to crypto, we have experts who are listening. Maybe just let's take it back a few steps of how can someone actually use crypto to book travel? So at the moment, I mean, part of I guess what we're trying to do is to make that experience as seamless as possible. So. Uh, Travala started back in 2017, and the idea really was to uh, build a good uh, payment experience for uh, travelers who wanted to use crypto to pay. So at the moment, if you come on Travala platform, uh, you can pay in a variety of different ways. Uh, you can pay from your own exchange wallet uh, or, or um, non-custodial wallet. Uh, we have platform wallets that we've built ourselves into the, into the product, so you can, you can store your crypto and pay directly from there. Um, and we actually also are integrated now directly into a number of exchanges uh, and, and other wallets. So if you have a Binance account, for example, um, you can book and pay for travel directly from uh, the Binance marketplace without ever having to come to Travel at all. Um, so, you know, that's kind of our MO is to make it as easy as possible for crypto consumers to, to pay for travel in whatever way that is best for them. I love it. Um, what cryptocurrencies do you currently accept or are thinking about accepting? And, and what do you think will be the, the currencies that people use in the future? Yeah, we accept um, you know all the major cryptocurrencies at the moment. We accept over 85 tokens. Um, and so you know the Bitcoins, Ethereum's of the world, uh, most major stable coins, and then a wide variety of altcoins as well. Um, 
I think in the future, what we've seen, uh, you know, depending on market cycles, we saw people using altcoins to pay for travel a lot more during sort of the bull run, let's say, in 2021 and, and the beginning of this year. Um, and I've seen more people using stablecoins. I think stablecoins have really sort of taken on um, a bigger role in the crypto economy over the last six months. Um, and going into the future, uh, yeah, you know, I think people will continue to use stablecoins now that they've adopted them more. Um, but one of our goals is to also add utility to other uh, crypto projects that are out there so that communities can use their own tokens uh, in different ways. And so we hope to continue to kind of pursue that uh, mission as well. Has anything surprised you about either how people are reacting or destinations that are popular or what people are doing? Yeah, we have, in terms of travel, we have quite an interesting, uh, I guess, customer profile. So I think uh, our our bookings on the platform, so people that just come to the website and book or the app and book that way, uh, the average value for us is about double uh, the industry average for travel. And our consumers, crypto consumers, I think are typically looking for um, you know, sort of higher end hotels, more luxury experiences. So uh, we see some really interesting trips being booked on our platform, um, often to beach getaways like the Maldives, the Seychelles, um, you know, ski chalets in Europe, all that kind of stuff. Um, but we really are a global, uh, you know, people book all over the world, from all over the world to all over the world with us. Um, we don't have any particular geographic focus, but but probably a sort of slightly higher end, more luxury product. What about you? Where's Where's your favorite? Like, if you could go anywhere and book it with cryptocurrency, like, what are What are you booking with, and where are you going? Yeah, I'm personally, I'm kind of the opposite, to be honest. I really like a gritty, um, kind of more off the beaten track um, backpacking experience. Um, so, I would love to do a little more traveling in South America. And actually, uh, our head of business development was traveling around South America for a few months last year. Uh, and had a really great experience. Was able to pay with crypto one way or another uh, for most of the most of his route. So, uh, you know, I think it's interesting now that there are if you kind of know where to look and um, you know who to talk to, there are ways to pay uh, for things with crypto in lots of different places around the world now. It's it's exciting. I'm I'm with you. I like the backpacking South America adventure too. Um, yes. I, I'd love to hear a little bit about. I, travel trends in general that you're excited about? What does the travel landscape look like right now? It seems like everyone is traveling just out of their minds, booking travel left and right. So um, give us a little bit of a lay of the land. Yeah, there's been a huge recovery this year. Obviously, 2021 or 2022 has been a great year uh, for travel after a couple of difficult years in the pandemic. Um, I think that uh, one of the things that emerged from the pandemic is that people discovered there were really interesting things to see closer to home than they may have thought of previously. So we do see more travel now, let's say within the US for American customers or within Europe for European customers, um, as people have kind of maybe opted to discover things that are closer to home instead of going to the classic, all the classic locations around the world, kind of top 10 destinations that they might've targeted before. Um, and I think that's really nice because uh, pre-pandemic, one of the big problems in travel was uh, something called over tourism, which was basically the idea that there was a concentration of travelers in um, a small selection of locations around the world. And even within cities, you know, most people would go visit the same set of five or 10 uh, top attractions. And we're now seeing people who are exploring a little bit more. Um, and as I say, traveling to places they may not have otherwise. And I think the other um, factor at the moment, too, is uh, obviously rising energy prices are are increasing the cost of travel a bit. So people are potentially opting for 
uh, travel that is, again, closer to home, uh, maybe doesn't require as much transportation um, to fit within their budgets, but certainly people still wanting to travel, even in the context of rising prices, for sure. Absolutely. it's It's been really interesting to see uh, um, the drastic change over the past few years of what people are doing. Um, yeah. I'd love to hear a little bit more about NFTs and what you think the future could be about the travel industry and, and how people might engage with NFTs as they book travel in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's lots of different ways. I think there's a huge amount of potential for NFTs. Um, so one one thing that we have done with NFTs is we launched earlier this year a premium tier of our loyalty program um, called the Smart Program, uh, which is an NFT-based membership. So in order to become a member of this top tier of loyalty, you have to buy a Travel Tiger NFT. That's what the collection is called, the Travel Tigers. Uh, and then you also have to be a member of kind of, let's call it the previous highest level of membership uh, by staking the AVA token on our platform. So um, we we offered this out to basically like a select group of our most loyal travelers to give them the ability to participate in this enhanced loyalty program. And the membership is theirs to, to own and trade however they want. So, um, you know, one one thing that we're seeing NFTs and blockchain do generally is allow, let's say, customers and communities to take ownership of the assets that they build up, right? And this is an example of where that membership is now belongs to the members uh, of the club as opposed to belonging to Travala, the company. Um, so that's one kind of very simple way that I think NFTs potentially can change the way that loyalty works in travel. And obviously loyalty is a huge part of the travel industry. Um, another thing that we're we're sort of working on and, and launching within the next few months that we're, we're pretty excited about is a NFT-based passport. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that travelers are going to be able to collect NFT stamps uh, on the back of all of the trips that they they complete with Travala. So if you book a hotel or you book a flight, um, once that flight or hotel uh, trip has been completed, you you get a commemorative NFT to stick in your digital passport, which we're also building. And it's a really fun way for people to build up. I know personally, I love you know souvenirs from my travels and I love showing them off to other people and stuff like that. Um, but more than that, our hope is that this kind of a digital passport will become a product that other travel companies adopt as well. And so a traveler could build their own personal travel history and reputation all in one place, even if they've traveled across different platforms, made bookings with different companies. And at the moment, you know, traveler data uh, obviously sits in lots of different silos. It depends on which platform you book with um, and kind of who, which, which providers you use. So we're hoping that through this NFT-based passport, we can allow travelers to take control of their travel history and data and control how it's used and, and who has access to it and everything like that as well. I love um, but there's lots of examples. Yeah, lots of lots of interesting examples as well. Uh, other things that I think NFTs can be useful for. Yeah. I, it's it's interesting. It really gets the wheels turning a lot because a, you know, I I also love showing off passport uh, stamps, and you're not just like yeah. waving your actual physical passport in people's faces showing them. But it also, I feel like whenever I travel somewhere, I never even know which friends to ask for recommendations um, mm, unless yeah. you happen to be chatting with someone and say, you know, I'm heading to India, and they've already been there. Uh, you you never know, and and this is a great way to know who in your network or who in a common community you're with, you could start uh, 
start connecting with and asking for recommendations on things. So really exciting. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a great use case. Yeah. You're in the Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg, and I'm delighted to be speaking with Matthew Stevens here, Chief Financial Officer at Travala.com. Um, Matthew, I'm curious. Uh, you mentioned a little bit of uh, of the loyalty program, which is very exciting. Uh, how do you think we get more people to adopt uh, crypto in, over the next few years? And, and why do you think travel is such a good industry for onboarding? Yeah, I think that... Um... Personally, I think that the best way to get people to adopt crypto is to build uh, differentiated products that people want to use and and just get it in their hands. Um, I think that at the moment, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, sort of navel gazing in the crypto space and, and, and people are really excited and passionate about it. But really, at the end of the day, I don't think consumers in the future will care if something is built on blockchain or if it's an NFT or whatever. They just want products that are really good that they can use. And the best versions of those products will be built on blockchain and will be built using NFTs, but they don't necessarily need to know the buzzwords, if you know what I mean. So um, the Passport's a good example of something where we want to build a product that travelers just love to use. And they won't necessarily care that they're NFTs or that they're built on blockchain. Um, they want to use them because they're fun and they enhance their travel experience. Um, and I think that's going to be the key to really onboarding, let's call it the next billion crypto users, uh, is focusing on um, what consumers who are not necessarily the early adopters uh, value and and how to appeal to them outside of uh, you know really um, pushing the the underlying technology um, which is which is less interesting to lots of people than the utility and, and what it, and the value that it creates for them Absolutely. And uh, it was interesting. I think everyone in the industry kind of took note when Starbucks announced their um, Web3 program, they never even used the word NFT anywhere. But yet it was all about membership and loyalty and really seemed like it made a a lot of sense. So to definitely to your point, we have to be careful about the language we use to not turn people away from something that they might love. Um, Great example. You you know, that there's a bunch of other examples in the travel space. I'm curious, you know, what, where do you look for inspiration in Web3? Any other communities or projects that are inspiring you or exciting you right now? Yeah, there are, uh, there's there's a, a good group, I think, increasingly, there are more and more projects that are exploring things um, in the in the crypto space. Um, so uh, maybe not specifically travel projects, but we've we've been working with other, let's say, NFT communities who want to encourage their uh, their communities to um, they want to build utility for their NFT projects and encourage their communities to use them. Right. So we're we're looking at partnerships with different NFT communities to try to help them there. Um, in the travel space, we've seen projects that are uh, looking at. Um, tracking the uh, environmental footprint of travel. So integrating uh, token-based, um, let's say trackers into your website that say, if you travel from here to Paris and back, here's your your, your sort of provable um, via an NFT or a verifiable credential, your provable carbon footprint for that trip and how can you manage that? Um, we've seen obviously some interesting travel metaverse related projects, um, which uh, are still, I think, in the early stages, but really exciting and something that will become much bigger in the future. Um, yeah, there's there's lots of people, I think, who are sort of coming around to the idea that travel is an industry that there, there's going to be a lot of potential applications for blockchain in. 
I, I love that idea of the environmental footprint of travel and, and using Web3 to kind of keep track of that in new ways. Um, I'm yep. curious, as you're as you're seeing the, the space emerging, do you think that it's kind of luxury travel is where we're going to net out with Web3? Or is it budget travel? Or is it all of the above? Who, you know, who's in the game right now? And where do you think it's going? I think it probably is all of the above. I think there'll be opportunities to build different products for different people. And as I, I mentioned uh, a bit before, our customer base now, I think are sort of slightly more luxury travelers um, than, than probably the industry average. Um, but one of the things that I really like about blockchain and about, let's say, like the Web3 uh, mantra generally is uh, the idea of decentralization and of, um, I guess, disintermediating uh, where the power, where the information lies within an industry. So I think that for me, the real promise is less about like what what part of the travel industry, what segment of travel will innovations be built in. And it's more about how do we use Web3 and decentralization to give uh, power to communities, like you know the people that you are visiting and interacting with when you visit a place, um, to experts who really know, um, you know, let's say know about a, a museum or a location or a destination. Um, at the moment, there's not a huge amount of uh, there. There aren't there aren't really any great platforms to allow people to to share and benefit and monetize their local knowledge um, from a travel perspective. So I think that. Uh, whether you're a luxury traveler or whether you're a budget traveler, hopefully the idea that local communities, um, individual experts, stuff like that can be more involved in your experience and can also benefit um, you know, financially from their contribution to your experience. I think that's where there's a lot of uh, potential for Web3 in the longer term to really change how the industry works. Love it. Well, I am ready to book our South American adventure together. <laughs> and uh, it's really exciting to envision this world. Uh, Matthew, where can our listeners go to keep up with you and to hear about everything that's happening at Travala? Yeah, so um, you can find us, uh, uh, obviously, Twitter, Discord, all those kind of places. Our, our platform is Travala.com. Um, so please do check it out. We've got lots of interesting, exciting things happening on the platform in the next sort of couple of quarters. Um, so hopefully you're a lot about that. But yeah, find us on Twitter um, at Travala and, um, and Telegram uh, as well. Amazing. Um, yeah. It's very, very exciting. And I know a lot of people in Web3 have a real passion around travel. So it's uh, it's really cool to learn about it from someone at the forefront. Thanks so much for joining today. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. That was Matthew Stevens, Chief Financial Officer at Travala.com. Uh, travel is really one of the most exciting and cutting-edge industries at the forefront of Web3. There are so many use cases for how crypto, NFTs, and metaverse can play out with travel. So really fun to have that conversation today. You're listening to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg. I'm Randy Zuckerberg, and I'm excited to uh, be back with you next week for a brand new episode here in the Crypto Cafe.